Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Today is a tale of two budgets, one that's quite real, the other that probably isn't. So just for the heck of it, what would happen, do you suppose, if Greek austerity came to Washington? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Innocentive, helping organizations generate creative ideas and solve key problems through open innovation and crowdsourcing solutions. Innovation consultants available at 855-CROWD-NOW. And by Reputation.com, offering patented protection for the online reputations of professionals and businesses, now including reputation assessments. Learn more at Reputation.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Monday. Today, this one is the 13th of February. Good as always to have you with us. There is a certain wow factor every time the White House comes out with a budget, right? Three or more trillion dollars usually, $3.8 trillion this year. Staggering deficits and honestly not much chance of it passing intact in this presidential election cycle. So let's do this instead, just as a way to make global economic news a little bit more real. Cut our budget by 25%, give or take. Lay off hundreds of thousands of government workers. Stake the entire economy on those cuts and others. Over the weekend, the Greek parliament did exactly that. Our Washington bureau chief, John Dimsdale, draws a comparison. Imagine if the federal minimum wage dropped from $7.25 an hour to $5.50, plus the eligibility age for Social Security jumped to 70, and 450,000 government workers lost their jobs and health benefits over the next three years. That's close to how the latest Greek cutbacks would feel in this country. It would for sure throw us into not only a recession, but a very deep recession. Stuart Eisenstadt was U.S. ambassador to the European Union when the euro was adopted. Because if you take that much purchasing power out of several million people who are on the minimum wage and you suddenly lay off 400,000 people, it would put a massive squeeze on unemployment insurance and it would reduce purchasing power dramatically. Lay that on top of a country already suffering from 21% unemployment after five years of recession, and he says you can understand why Greeks have taken to the streets. Kostas Paniotakis says Americans have little sense of what the Greeks are going through. Everybody, if you ask the average American, what's the state of the economy now, they will say it's very bad. And yet, the output in the U.S. is not going down. So we are talking about a situation of output shrinking for five years, which has never happened in Greek history. Paniotaki says educated and talented Greeks have no choice but to leave the country. He's now a professor at the New York City College of Technology. In Washington, I'm John Dimsdale for Marketplace. Without the $170 billion bailout from the European Union and the International Monetary Fund that the austerity budget is supposed to guarantee, Greece will face an almost certain default next month. But as the violent protests you might have seen pictures of over the weekend do kind of indicate, the Greek people are in no mood. From the European desk, Marketplace's Stephen Beard has that story. Athens has just seen the most violent protest since the crisis began. More than 45 buildings were burned, 150 stores attacked and many looted. Athenians like Nakopoulos Eftimios blamed Greece's European creditors for the trouble. European leaders must understand that if you push the people, this is the final consequence. 
Many Greeks say they can't take any more austerity. The economy is shrinking for the fifth year in a row. Unemployment's hit 21%, and yet now Greece faces the further loss of 150,000 government jobs. The minimum wage and some pensions will be cut. Student Anna Maria Piscopani. We are not consuming. The market. Is not improving by reducing our our income even more. It's very very difficult to understand how we will get out of this problem. And author and blogger John Serapolis says this economic misery is compounded by a sense of national humiliation. We no longer are masters of our own social policy and and labour policy. We have to take orders from those who are bankrolling the country, and that is the.